0: So we thought it was just going to be a regular morning, so we thought we'd just wake up and check Twitter and see what's going on as I get up around 4.30, 5 o'clock, and I said, let me just see Twitter. I didn't know Nick Saban was going to drop a verbal nuclear bomb on the college football world, but he did, and so Nick, uh, Nick, <laughs> Jimmy Stein, and I are going to talk about it, and um, And we're going to put this podcast out a little bit early because this is literally the talk of the town, of the county, of the state, of the country, of the universe right now. Nick Saban against Jimbo Fisher and his sidekick primetime, I guess. I don't know. We're going to talk about that and everything that goes with it on today's Locked on Bama. So y'all stay with us.
1: Locked on Bama, your daily podcast on the Alabama Crimson Tide. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: Hey again, everybody, and welcome back into Locked On Bama. Luke Robinson, that's me. Jimmy Stein, that's him. And the guy with the giant cojones is Nick Saban. Uh Jimmy, how are you today?
1: I'm... (coughs) I'm all right. I guess I stayed up later than I wanted to, and got up earlier than I wanted to. And dang it, Nick, it's the summertime. It's eleven weeks before practice starts. I mean, it is
0: kind of funny because you know one thing we do in the summertime, and th- these uh, subjects are pretty cool. Like, who are the best quarterbacks Alabama's going to play in 2022? Rank the schedule from one to twelve. That's fun stuff. I mean, some people yeah. say it's you know dead time and whatever. I enjoy it. I like it, and I think our listeners like it. I mean, we like to rank shit. That's what that's what our country's all about. <laughs> but when, seriously, Nick Saban dropped a bomb on the college football world. Now, l- let's go ahead and get that out of the way. What he said was incredibly um, hmm, controversial What and also non-controversial because he's kind of right. And I will also implore everybody to do this go listen to the entire video all of a sudden it's not quite as um antagonistic as it appeared initially when you just get the highlights when you just get the highlights and you just see uh basically Nick Saban calling out Jimbo Fisher uh and Texas A&M and maybe a little bit of primetime and maybe a little bit of Miami basketball you can if, if you're a fan of one of those teams you can get your feathers ruffled if you think Nick Saban is a bad human being which some people do i don't i think he's one of the greatest people who's ever walked the face of this earth but and maybe a little hyperbolic but um he uh if you think he's a bad person you're going to hate him even more after this if you think he's being a hypocrite you're going to hate him more after this because everybody dislikes a hypocrite because if you think that Nick Saban has you know NIL in the past i use air quotes for those listening not watching um, before it was legal, then you're going to think he's a hypocrite. But now I'm going to ask you to do this one exercise. Take the fact that you dislike him out of the equation. That's going to be hard for some people. Take the fact that you think he may be a hypocrite out of the equation. That's going to be hard for some people. Take those two things away. Now look at what he said and watch the whole video. And I think all of a sudden you'll go, okay, this kind of makes some sense what he's saying. Jimmy, tell me I'm wrong.
1: Well, to me, it gets back to you know, in terms of what I've read on on comments on Twitter and 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 heard and uh, comments to this point. W- what I get back to is you know we've tried here at Locked On Bama. We even had Philip Stutz on one show. We're going to have him on again soon. Uh, you know we've tried a Locked On Bama, and I've tried repeatedly on uh, on the On Three site, on the Bama On Three site, to educate people about what exactly is going on you know not not just oh well nil's passed so now you can pay the players that's what walking around people think and that's only like a very small portion of of what's going on and 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 the things people need to have a much deeper understanding of what is going on before they get all fired up about this uh I, i have even seen prominent people in the media get this all wrong because they don't understand the differences. Uh, There's, and again, I'm going to explain it again, and I don't mind. I will explain all summer. I know a lot of this is complicated, but Nick Saban is not ranting about the fact that players are getting money or that name image and likeness is out there. Nick is upset about upfront guaranteed day one money, a recruiting inducement, a pay for play, You sign here, you get this. That was never the intent of NIL. It is not what Alabama is doing. Uh, And and I I think he's very frustrated with that aspect of it. Uh, He's not upset. In fact, he brags about the NIL money that Bryce Young has made. He even identified last night and said 25 Alabama players have made a total of $3 million. Well, they've made that money via their agents, via after they've already been enrolled at Alabama and playing football for Alabama, they got agents to go out and find them deals. He's not upset about that. He wants that to be the model. Unfortunately, other schools have formed collectives. Alabama has two. And other schools' collectives are operating differently than Alabama's. Other schools' collectives are saying, hey, Mr. DB in Birmingham, We'll pay you $300,000 if you sign here. You sign here, you get $300,000. Up front, guaranteed. Now, you're going to have to make some appearances, and you're going to have to do some charity stuff, and you're going to have to sign some autographs, but you get $300,000 guaranteed, day one. Sign here, show up here. Check's waiting for you in the locker room. That is absolutely what Coach Saban is upset about, and it's what he is accusing Jimbo Fisher and Texas A&M of doing. And Nick Saban does not believe NIL should operate in that manner. I think everyone has to understand that before they go off on either supporting Nick or being anti Nick. People need to understand that, but, and too many don't.
0: No. Okay. You're absolutely right. First of all. And again, if you watch the entire video, don't just focus on the calling out AM part. Even though I'm being sort of a hypocrite because I've used Jimbo versus Nick Saban's picture uh in the thumbnail for this particular video. But I'm trying to bring people in here. And that's what <laughs> you do. And that's so I get why other news agencies and other people are using that particular snippet from this video as a way to draw people in. I get that. But if you watch the whole video, he's saying exactly what you're saying. Now, was it the the best move to actually use Texas A&M and, and um, Jackson State and Miami basketball as an example? I'm going to say probably not. Now, that's from my point of view. I do know Nick Saban well enough to say that he rarely does something. He rarely has a a misstep. You know, So I feel like maybe he did that on purpose. Maybe he felt like he needed to cite an example. Um, and again, the one argument that I keep seeing from people on Twitter and other social media is hey, you bragged about Bryce Young getting a billion dollar deal. Number one, Bryce Young was already on campus. Now, again, playing devil's advocate, you hear Jimmy, mm-hmm. I do think it is fair to say Nick Saban said that to a crowd full of Texas coaches, high school coaches. So right. he probably was trying to slip that in there, you know, not so clandestinely. To make sure people knew, but I don't think there's necessarily anything wrong with that. To say you have the potential to make this kind of money, correct? You have the potential to, not you are going to make this. Now, the other thing I think Nick Saban is saying, I'm going to talk about soon as uh, I tell everybody about Bet Online. Our partners at Bet Online continue to be number <coughs> one source. For all your betting needs and sports info, find all the latest odds, news, and sports developments, including this year's basketball playoffs, Major League Baseball scores, fights, and even next year's NFL futures. You can do all of that and college football futures. And if you want to bet on a fight, you might have Nick Saban versus Jimbo Fisher on there sometime soon. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information, from live betting to playoffs to esports and more. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and actions. BetOnline is where the game starts. The other thing I I, I think Nick Saban is saying is, hey, we're not doing this, but we can do this. The the, the one thing that, and and if we do it, we're going to do it pretty doggone well. And then, you know, people are getting very confused about his parody uh, statements. Right. I I don't think Nick Saban is saying, I want Iowa to be the exact, or Purdue to be the exact same as Alabama. Because they never will be. They can't be. That is something I disagreed with, by the way, in this latest video that that's just come out about with that has all these statements where he talked about everything in college football is meant to be equal. You know, everybody gets the same um, is it cost of attendance, the same uh this money? He he didn't say grant money, he said like Austin money. I didn't know Al- what that is.
1: Educational. Huh?
0: Yeah. What is that?
1: Alston money means uh, the U.S. Supreme Court in a case uh, called Alston versus California or whatever the case was. Alston was the name of the case. It was before the Supreme Court. The U.S. Supreme Court ruled just last year that it is illegal for universities to cap benefits they can give students that are academically related. Okay. So schools like Alabama and other schools that have money immediately started Literally rewarding players with cash for achieving things academically. Oh, uh okay. It's been it's been created legal by the U.S. Supreme Court, so several schools are doing this. Uh, but but it, it must be academically related. It's not. Hey, you sacked Missouri's quarterback twice, so you get ten thousand dollars. It has to be like, uh, hey, uh, you're you're on scholarship and you're making all A's. Uh, here's 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 a, here's a thousand bucks.
0: Okay. That makes sense. And he said, um, you know, everybody has the same amount of scholarship, everybody, blah, blah, blah. But I've always maintained by nature, college football is not going to have parity because you don't have as many good players in Indiana as you do in Alabama. You don't have many good players in Alabama as you do in Florida. You know, yeah, th- there's always going to be a natural uh, advantage for some of these schools. Alabama is always going to have a natural advantage over a lot of schools because we care more just like, um, Kentucky will have a natural advantage because they care more about basketball. Their basketball program, on the whole, is going to be better. Um, but I, I do see what he's saying there, and um, he well, said they're trying to make it as as level as they can make it. the The thing that has really gotten to me on Twitter is people are like Nick Saban's so mad the playing field is leveled that that's what he's mad about. That's the dumbest argument. Did think not?
1: He's mad because it's the exact opposite of that
0: instead of having maybe 8 to 12 teams that can make the college football playoff we're about to have 4 to 6 <laughs> you know we're about to cut this in half because if only the super rich can do this what chance does i mean cincinnati that they got in this year they'll never get in again and um you know no, I, Nick Saban also Nick Saban's also very frustrated that we have at least an ambiguous set of rules, at least a broad rule that says, hey, you can't use this for enticing. Now, the rest of it, we don't know what to say, and we can't enforce it. And Nick Saban's like, okay, well, we'll follow that rule. We won't use it to entice anybody. We'll, they'll get their money when they get on campus, and then they can do whatever they do. And other teams apparently have read that another way. Again, I'm not trying to fault other teams. If Texas A&M feels like, they're going to read the rule this way. Go for it. Because the rule is super ambiguous. But I think Nick Saban understands it's going against the spirit of the rule, what some of these other teams are doing.
1: Well, what parody he's talking about is the parody of the, of, of the rules, the parody of, of everybody gets to have the same pitch and offer the same kids the same deal. Uh, The the problem, it it all gets back to the problem, and the problem is the guaranteed upfront money that comes from collectives. Jordan Addison is at Pitt, and, and I'm just using this hypothetically, there's no way for me to know, but just piecing it together from here and there, this is what it appears from the outside, that Jordan Addison is enjoying his career at Pitt. He's contacted, apparently, by the USC collective that says, hey, get in that portal transfer here. When you arrive, there will be a $2 million check waiting for you. We'll give you $2 million to transfer, and it'll be paid by the USC Collective. Therefore, it's legal NIL money. And Texas A&M, to, to use Nick Saban's example, not mine, but Texas A&M is like, hey, you sign with us, you get th- uh, $200,000 $200, if you sign with Texas A&M and you go to school here, when you get here, day one in your locker, there's a check for $200,000. Alabama, meanwhile, we're doing things differently. Alabama's collective, as we learned from Philip Stutz right here on the show, is gonna pay each kid between 40 and $50,000, and that's it. That's all you get from the Alabama collective. Everyone is paid the same. Whether you're a five-star quarterback or a three-star nose guard, everyone gets 40 to $50,000, and that's that. Now, what Alabama, when people are like, how can Alabama compete like that? Well, because Alabama additionally tells people, oh, and by the way, the the money that Bryce Young has gotten, that's through his agent. You are free to hire an agent and pursue whatever NIL deals you want. And our players last year earned a total of $3 million pursuing their own NIL deals through their own agents. You are welcome to do that. But our collective, in terms of what you're getting to play here is is forty dollars to $50,000. What Nick is ranting about is it's very difficult for us to recruit some kids who then contact Alabama and say, I'm not signing with you, Coach Saban. Uh, why would I sign with you when I get $200,000 to sign with A&M and only $40,000 to sign with you? That's what he is ranting about, and that's what he meant by parity. Everyone is offering something different, and a few select schools are offering mega deals uh, that's what he means by parity. everyone d- needs to be playing by the exact same rules because in the history of college football we've all played by the same rules. Now there's different outcomes that have nothing to do with parity. Not everybody is six and six there's different outcomes some some schools are always ten and two other schools are always three and nine. he's not talking about that but what he is talking about is there's always been parity in terms of what the rules are what you can offer. The, the 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 rules of everyone's got 25 scholarships. Everybody can pay Alston money. Everybody these kids can 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 get Pell Grant money. They get uh, meals. They get they can only practice 20 hours a week. Everybody operates by the same rules. Well, right now today as we speak, we're no longer all operating by the same rules. And Nick doesn't see that as a parody type situation.
0: I agree with everything you just said, and I want to continue talking about this right after I tell everybody about Built Bar. Go to built.com. And use promo code LOCK15, get 15% off that order. Use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off that order at built.com I love brownies. You love brownies. We all love brownies. Well, the brownie batter puffs, they're here. But you know what I love more than just regular brownies? These brownie batter puffs. Sometimes I eat half the batter while I'm making the brownies. Now, I don't make the brownies. My wife might make brownies, but I will eat half the batter. Imagine if you could lick that brownie spatula clean and get some protein in and be pretty much guilt-free. That's awesome. You're in luck with these Bounty Batter puffs because this is a new creation, and this one is better than ever. Have you tried any of the Built Puffs yet? They're all delicious. These will knock your socks off, though. All Built Puffs are covered in 100% real chocolate. That means with Built, you can eat healthy and actually enjoy doing it. Go to Built.com, use promo code LOCK15, get 15% off that order. Built.com, promo code LOCK15. Um. And, Jimmy, I, I I agree with everything you're saying, and I think that's what is bothering Nick Saban. I feel like he is he is trying to go by the spirit of the rule. I believe that 100%. And, again, I'm just trying to be devil's advocate. I'm on Nick Saban's side. I know it's locked on Bama. I'm on Nick Saban's side here. I'm pro-Nick Saban. I think people are being way too hard on him, the ones that are being hard on him, for these comments. Um, That being said, the rule is so ambiguous. Right. That you could make some arguments on the Texas A&M side, and Mm -hmm. I'm yet you could. I mean, just like you know, you can always whenever you have an ambiguous moment like this, you can always be. There's always a yeah, but, and I just feel like they've gone above and beyond what the spirit of the rule is. Now, the other thing Nick Saban said, and he said this in defense of the NCAA, he said they can't enforce the rule so what's the point of the rule and i think that's where people are missing nick saban is saying we have this rule that's only kind of a rule and what good is a rule if you can't enforce the rule i mean it's sort of like um stealing from a walgreens in san francisco right now you're not supposed to we know it's a rule but they're not going to do anything if you do it (laughs) and so (laughs) it's a problem.
1: And so that's the same situation free here. The Walgreens in San Francisco, this is a thing. You not seen that? Uh, I guess I haven't seen that. Oh
0: man, I mean, like you you can you can't be uh arrested for crimes under a certain amount or whatever. And so there were various videos of people going into Walgreens and just you know cleaning them out essentially with trash bags. I mean, and uh riding out on bicycles. It was weird. And um and and so now Walgreens is like locking every shelf or something. Is I'm not trying to get political. I, I'm just saying it's kind of yeah. like the same thing. You can have a rule of, hey, you don't need to do this. But if you can't enforce the rule, what the hell right. good is the rule? And I think Nick Saban is saying, okay, if this is what we're going to do, if we're going to promise money, let's just all promise money. And I think Nick Saban will do that pretty well.
1: See, We haven't heard Jimbo Fisher's response yet. Oh, I'm sure we're going to hear it today. But so far, so far as we record this, we haven't heard Jimbo Fisher's comments. But this is what I think maybe a grander point to this whole thing is. Jimbo, if you didn't violate rules, and I'm not saying you did, and I'm not sure Nick Saban is specifically saying that you did. But if what you did with that recruiting class is completely illegal, then why don't you just say it? Why don't you double down? Why don't you like, damn right we did it we didn't violate ncaa rules we're playing exactly by the rules and every kid that signs with texas a&m is getting two hundred thousand dollars say it out loud say it out loud tell the world exactly what it is you're doing and i bet he doesn't he'll he'll he's gonna flip it around and say nick buys players and nick's always bought players and it's always hypocrisy and everybody's upset and he's insulting a&m's kids and insulting the a&m students that love that place and and, and why is it so hard for Nick to understand somebody wanting to play football? At Texas, A&M? he will dance all. He won't say it out loud. If if you're not doing anything wrong, if you're not breaking rules, then just say it. Say uh, there is no rule that prohibits us from from paying kids a couple hundred thousand dollars to sign with Texas A and M. Those, those the, 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 these are the new rules, Nick. This is the new way that college football is working. I'm sorry you don't agree with it, but that's how it's working, and that's what we're doing. He ain't gonna say that. He won't. So why won't he say that?
0: I I agree with you. And here's the other thing. I saw a tweet from a guy. I think he's with jocks or something. And he said, "Um, why did Nick Saban get more specific about the rules? Texas a m is broken. And my response was Nick Saban didn't say he broke any rules. He didn't say he broke any rules. He, he never used that term nope. at all. What he what he basically was saying was. This is not a good way for a good path for college football to go down. That's it's not all that he
1: said. Model. That's exactly what Philip Stutt said in our show. What AM, he didn't specifically, I don't believe he said specifically AM, but I think we all kind of know that's what he's talking about. Uh, it's not a sustainable model. And by that, I mean, let's say you're a junior at Texas a m has been working your ass off for three years, and you're in the starting lineup, and you're like, wait a minute, the kids that haven't even been here yet? The kids that haven't put one minute into this program are getting $200,000 and I ain't got shit. I mean, why am I, where's my $200,000? And why are they getting more? I'm the one that should be making more than them. Where's my money? And, And that's what coach Saban is talking about is not a sustainable model and why he says that he thinks the collective should pay everyone the same amount and not necessarily these whopping amounts Uh, that that will absolutely put uh, half of college football out of business.
0: Exactly. And the other thing he said that I think is very true, although I don't know how you stop this at all, he said what's going to happen is when you start promising players money before they get on campus and prove themselves, when they get to campus, and let's say they don't start, let's say they're Derrick Henry and he's a badass, but he's not ready to play running back yet. He's going to be a badass. He will be, you know, do tons of money when he makes when he gets to win the Heisman Trophy. But as a freshman, Derrick Henry was just yeah. He ran for eighty yards against Arkansas in, in garbage time. But otherwise, he was just sort of a dude on on a team full of dudes. And what if you promised him two hundred thousand when he got there, and all of a sudden he's not playing, and you are you know Acme Oyster Company, Acme Oyster Company, what the hell? Just Acme. I don't know. I said Acme Oyster Company. I was thinking New Orleans at me, like from the uh, Roadrunner. Uh, Roadrunner, if you're at me and you go, hey, hey, hey um, you're not playing. So you either do this. You either go to Jerry Henry and say, you're not playing, so we can't pay you. That pisses him off. Or right. you go to the coach and say, I'm paying this dude 200000 I got him to your campus. You better start playing it. That's a problem. And potentially other players who are badass running backs who maybe don't have the same panache they don't have the same flair as a Derrick Henry. Let's say it's a – I'm going to pull another name from the back. Let's say it's Murray Hill who happens to be on the team, and he's the starter because he's he knows the assignments. But, you know, Murray Hill's not as, quote, unquote, sexy as Derrick Henry um, in terms of advertising and marketing. And let's say Murray Hill goes, wait a minute, Coach, I'm getting – I'm starting, and I'm getting 78 yards a game, and we're winning, and I'm getting all the blocks, and I'm getting $10,000. This guy's getting two hundred and he's not peeing a drop. Do you, you see what I'm saying? Like that's what Saban is saying. It creates oh. all this dysfunction.
1: And one last uh, example, and 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 one more one more thing that Coach Saban himself has brought this up, and, and I think so. I don't think boosters paying these players is sustainable either. I, I think it's only going to work for a very brief period of time. And I'll give you an example uh, of a uh, famed Alabama boosters, uh, Robinson Iron. Uh, Let's say, uh, for instance, that uh, Alabama comes to some some entity at Alabama comes to uh, your dad uh, and says, uh, we know you like Alabama. Thank you for supporting Alabama. Really appreciate this. There's this great player in Texas named Drew Sanders. He's an awesome prospect. He's a five star uh, coach's kid. Great player. We think he can play as a freshman, be a three and done NFL player He's going to be a huge, huge asset to us. We need from you. $100,000 $100,000 that we can give to Drew so he can come here and play football and uh, he'll appear in some Robinson Iron uh, pamphlets and commercials and maybe make a couple phone calls for you when you need to close a deal, uh, you know, to to sell some uh, some fountains. So we need $100,000 for Drew Sanders. And your dad's like, I love Alabama. Uh, okay, I'll do this. And he gives the money to Alabama or or specifically to to the collective or to Drew, right? Well, it's three years later, and Alabama comes back, and they're like, uh, hey, uh, really appreciate what you did for us last time around. We need another $100,000 for this other defensive end in Texas. And your dad smartly says, uh, wait a minute, you son of a bitches. I gave Drew Sanders $100,000. Last I saw, he was sacking Bryce Young wearing an Arkansas helmet and, he, and, and, and he probably using some of my $100,000 to go out and party after he beat Alabama. You're asking me for more money, and that is why the booster model long term is unsustainable in this environment. And that's, I think, another reason Nick went off last night. Look, what we're doing here is not going to work. What we're doing here is not good for the kids, it's not good for anyone, and it's all going to collapse. And, and, and these examples we all use, they might be funny and they might be hypotheticals, but, but they're also real. I mean, this is real world stuff as to what's going on. No,
0: I I couldn't agree more. I I think that again, you might hate Nick Saban. I, if you're an Auburn fan, A&M fan, whatever fan, Texas fan that he spurned you, whatever Miami Dolphin fan, you might hate Nick Saban. I, I totally get that, but he's not wrong. And just because you hate him doesn't make him wrong. And His presentation and citing examples may have pissed you off. And I get that too. And I think there was a more diplomatic way to handle this. At the same time, it may have needed to be said. Because while I think most of the college football world is knee-jerk reacting to this in a way of, whoa, Nick Saban called out Texas A&M. I think after a few days when people investigate this further and watch the whole video, I think people are going to go, Oh, he has a point and we got to figure this out. And I think people need to quit looking at this from the scope of, he just doesn't want players to get theirs. That's not what he's saying at all. Yeah. Nick Saban yeah. will be totally fine with that. He doesn't give a shit. He'd totally be fine with that. So Jimmy, we're out of time. Um, but man, this is going to be dominating the airwaves for a while. And uh, I'm glad we were able to talk about it. All right, buddy. Uh Roll Tide and uh, screw the Aggies. (laughs) Roll Tide.